0: Hi, this is Brad Humphrey with The Contractor's Best Friend, and our podcast today is actually picking up off of a previous podcast entitled Understanding the Benefits of Compaction Technologies. We're again brought to you by ForConstructionPros.com and Caterpillar. And joining me today, again, is Lonnie Fritz and Jason Hurtis, both subject matter experts with Caterpillar. And boy, we got into a lot of meat, Lonnie, the first go around. So we're glad we're back. Let's pick it up where we left off at. And let let me just kind of set the tone for us. If you haven't heard, the, if you have not had a chance to hear the first podcast, you need to go back and listen to it. Let's do a quick summary, maybe. That'd be a good thing. Lonnie, what were some of the things that we sort of summarized, including those initials that we need to make sure we memorize?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so intelligent compaction um, is one of the CAT Connect technologies that Caterpillar also known brings. as IC. When you're talking also known Fred, right? as IC, right. correct? Intelligent compaction IC offers two different types of compact technology. The first is CMV compaction meter value. It is accelerometer based and used in granular soils only, measuring down to about 1.2 meters or about four feet. The second technology we offer, a Caterpillar exclusive technology, is known as MDP or machine drive power. Mm. It's measuring the rolling resistance of the machine. Both technologies are measuring soil stiffness, both aggregates as well as hot mix asphalt. Um, So again, energy based on MDP. I like to compare it to a wheelbarrow. Right. Yeah, the rolling resistance That's a great of a wheelbarrow across. Give
0: us a quick reader's digest. That was a great one. Good yeah. illustration.
1: Yeah. So comparing uh, pushing a loaded wheelbarrow across the grass until right. you get around to the front and you're right. up on that concrete driveway, your rolling resistance goes down. Right. That's exactly what we're measuring off of our uh, pad foot compactors or right. smooth drum compactors, and either our tamping foot
0: compactors like the eight fifteen and eight twenty five. Okay. This podcast I really want us to help the contractors dig down a little deeper because this is this to me the the technology is awesome but there's a cost associated with it and there's the right time to do this type of thing I guess a couple of things why should a contractor consider this technology and you've given some good things in the first so I don't want us just to repeat what we had in our earlier podcast but then how do you get into this thing? I mean, do you add this equipment on? Do you need to look at at, at a new piece of equipment? Because that's got dollars written on it for a lot of contracts. How would you advise them to look at this? Sure. Well,
1: just like, let's say, grade control technology, to your earlier point there, Brad, is intelligent compaction empowers the operator with more information than they've ever had before. It eliminates the guesswork. Mm. Picture being out there in the wide open, you know, compacting a lift, of fill, or aggregate, even hot mix asphalt, and the operator trying to record You know, take note of different milestones and where they're at with their passes, how many passes, what's the coverage and things like that. Um, Not only with intelligent compaction, but also adding mapping, it gives them that indication of soil stiffness or material stiffness as well as coverage. Um, more specifically, how do you get into intelligent compaction, this actual equipment? It shall be noted, currently speaking, intelligent compaction technology is not retrofitable. Okay. And, um, and
0: so that literally means we can't buy it as a separate product and add it to a present. W- exactly. Okay. When
1: right. it comes to CMV and MDP, the mapping can be added on. That is where intelligent compaction becomes a scalable solution. Okay. In adding in GNSS, the Global Navigation Satellite System, both with SBAS and RTK, um, depending what your appetite is and your need for technology okay. when it comes to mapping and offboarding the coverage of your intelligent compaction system, the actual accelerometer-based CMV or machine drive power with the rolling resistance based off the drivetrain, those are from the factory. Okay. Now. With that being the case, in entering into intelligent compaction, today more than ever before, departments of transportation, the DOTs, and other clientele our contractors are working for and the industry is working for are writing in what we call method specifications into the contracts. It says you shall use intelligent compaction. It was just
0: a matter of time, it wasn't it? It was just it? a matter of time.
1: <laughs> and and I have different maps that show this, that uh, you know more and more states are requiring intelligent right. compaction because they have seen the value over the recent years, uh, the quality that comes from it. And with the quality of product going down during construction, that leads to what? Longevity. It is giving us, the taxpayers, more bang for our buck. Exactly. And seeing roads last longer. Uh, so, again, a great entry-level position, like any other technologies I have recommended in the past, try before you buy. Leverage the Cat Dealer Network. Consult your dealers. Ask for machines for a demonstration. Ask if you can try before you buy and get those machines out on your out on your job site, see if you can implement those into your process, get the results back from your employees, hear what their voice is and try to um, further implement and take advantage of all the benefits that intelligent compaction can bring your firm.
0: Yeah. And let, and let me, let me interrupt you just for a quick moment. Those of you who are listening, if you haven't seen it, we do have, there is a podcast that we talked, the three of us talked exclusively about the difference between leasing, purchasing, renting, that kind of thing. And that's a, that was, that got a lot of attention, I think. And you guys did a non out job on that. So I don't want to repeat that, but I just wanted the listener to know there is, we do have an educational podcast on that, some of the advantages of leasing. Mm-hmm. So this, and I think Jason, you mentioned earlier, maybe that that this uh, offline, that leasing this equipment just to try it out might be the way to go, or in fact, to use it for a job.
2: Yeah, I would, especially in the quarry and aggregate industry. I mean, you build a haul road and- you know once every 5 years yeah. and then it's maintenance. I, I definitely wouldn't put this asset in my fleet nor would I recommend that to a customer, but if you're building a haul road, yeah. you know, go rent the machine with IC on it or or lease it for the period of time, do your job, you're going to get all the benefits for the next 5, 10, 15 years of that, you know, but you don't actually own that asset because you're not going to get the utilization of it in our segment anyway compared to High, heavy highway or construction yeah and that's
0: why i like you know I, that's why i like caterpillar that's why a lot of contractors like caterpillar the fact that they'll work with you on those they, they know the reality of, of what mm-hmm. these contractors yeah. are doing so i think that's an awesome piece of advice for you on that um one of the things and you were alluding to this so i want you to pick it up just giving me a little bit of a time to, to swallow there for a moment Lonnie. federal state local there's a lot of compliance issues you already mentioned they're putting in their regs or specifications those kind of things It's not just beginning to happen. It is going on right now across the country. So when does the customer, I mean, when does, excuse me, the contractor, when do they start making those tough decisions on investment into this type of technology? Uh, And if not now, I mean, what do you see on the horizon? It's not going to get any easier, right?
1: Correct. As technology continues to evolve Mm -hmm. and there's more and more levers for the DOTs, the client, uh, to pull to get, again, a better ROI on their investment. They have the upper hand on the industry where they can dictate, per se, um, in the method specifications to write them in. The contractor has to decide, am I going to play or not? This is what is being required of the industry. Am I going to up my game and am I going to be an adopter of technology or am I going to try to survive using traditional and older ways and processes? Um, so, again, it, it's it's really both as an OEM standpoint and the clientele standpoint of the customers or contractors work for, it tends to force their hand in adopting technology and really
0: getting on to this new era we are in. You know, I want to take a, diff, a little different spin on this. We're, we're going to do try to record a podcast uh, for for the for the listeners on education for employees that type of thing. We've got so many, you know, it's been a lot to said about the millennials. I think we had at least one or two podcasts on that 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 also re, was received real well. So I don't want to go back and repeat that. But I'm thinking of some of the old time compaction guys, roller guys. I don't see them with the screen attached to their equipment really getting into that. But what opportunities does that open up for the contractor, f- for the next generation of workers coming in? What's on that screen? Because right now, it, the, the information coming from the from the technology is is appearing on that screen. Correct. Correct. Take us through that a little bit. What 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 will they be reading from the screen?
1: So a couple of different things they can read from the screen depending how the machine's configured. First of all, whether it be CMV or MDP compaction meter value or machine drive power respectively is they're actually getting a readout of the soil stiffness. Okay. And that's correlated back with the nuclear density gauge or the other field testing processes. For example, if I'm looking for 95% and on my readout, I'm receiving a 135, the operator now has on the display that readout. So if I'm 135 or greater in this little example I've I've uh, drafted up here for us, then I know that everything underneath of me has received compaction, okay. is at the specification. You mentioned how it was yesterday versus yeah. how it is today. Right. Yesterday I was trying to feel how my machine was bogging down. I was listening to the engine. I was going by the feel in the seat to say, oh, I've kind of walked out of that after eight passes. I think I've reached density. It looks pretty good. I don't have the creases anymore. I don't have the dimples from the pad foot roller anymore. Now we have taken a lot of that reliability uh, out of the operator, that responsibility, I should say, and really put it more onto the technology. You tell me how well I'm doing. As far as when we get to mapping, it also is not, did I split my passes? did I stop at this cone or this barrel, you know, to, to compact this 100 feet? I look at the map. If I have the map set up red, yellow, green, right. and once I have achieved coverage and the compaction target, I have painted my map green. We haven't talked about machine-to-machine communication, but there's usually more than one compactor, especially right. an asphalt That's compaction, right. on the mat, and the machines will communicate. So if I am the breakdown roller or the intermediate, or in a three-roller train, the finish roller, I know where compaction is and coverage based on the map that each of these machines is sharing. So now we are working as a system, as a unit, driving efficiency, productivity, and obviously profitability, leading to quality and a greater ROI.
0: Well, I appreciate you sharing that because I know one of my my clients, um, multiple rollers out on a particular job, and it was amazing. They did. They, they just cut out the guesswork because of that technology. It, it evens it out. It's it, it it evens the playing field, as I as I like to say. It sometimes. gives
1: you a test me anywhere, Mister Inspector. Exactly right. It's exactly a lot of peace right. of mind.
0: And I do. Th- and I know. I, I know. We'll get into this maybe in our educational podcast. But this is a big deal to me as far as seeing contractors who are searching for ways to attract new workers, especially the younger worker. And for a lot of these young men and women. Now, this is a super opportunity to use even their technology mm-hmm. knowledge, whether it's just playing games on a on a on a you know a, a iPad or whatever the case may be, because they're going to be. But they got to know a little bit about how to read those those numbers and that type of thing.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah, When they see a digital display, it really is enticing to the younger workforce today. Right. They come to work with one in their hand, and when they can jump into their office being a compactor right. and have the same type of experience and user experience throughout the day it's pretty exciting for them. Plus, they're helping shape America and create a better earth. And From,
2: it, it, cuts ahead, out the, it cuts out the risk for the contractor as Be-go. well. I mean, you can mm-hmm. put a newer operator in there that doesn't have the other CMV technology, you know the cheek meter value of achieving compaction. And you can put an ex- inexperienced operator in there and they can get you the compaction because you can basically monitor them and follow them and know that they're doing a good job and it'll help with the training curves.
0: I think it's awesome. You know, one of the things as we start to close down a little bit, Give us again a kind of an overview. I think we've hit these a couple times. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that, that we get them. What are really some of the, the 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 cost savings for the contractor, whether they lease or purchase? But what are they getting back? What, what's the so what for this? What? Why would I invest in this mm-hmm. or lease this for what I'm, other than the requirement for specifications? Yeah. <laughs> if I want yeah. the job, obviously I won't have to do that. Yeah. But what are the cost savings coming back to me as a contractor potentially? Sure. Yeah, there,
1: there are several value drivers here after implementing intelligent compaction into your organization. One is fewer man hours. You're cutting down up to about 75% of the passes you are making. Mm. It's also reducing the required testing. It's driving down fuel usage. It's driving down the labor cost. It's reducing machine wear because I am compacting using the optimum number of passes. The misnomer is the more passes i run the better my compaction is going to be anybody familiar with the growth curve you top out you reach the apex of the curve and you fall down the other side of That's the right. compaction scale as you start to degradate the aggregate right. or break apart those particles in a lift of soil um, so several values are just empowering the operator again eat driving efficiency driving those productivity um, again in its overall machine utilization it's freeing up those assets to go on and do other work you may be running 12 passes in a six-pass scenario, running two compactors versus one compactor being able to handle um, the the spreading or the actual material laydown. Um, so again, quality goes unsaid. There's benefits to
0: both sides, the
1: contractor
0: and their client. Sure. And the fuel savings. I mean, we haven't even, you know, those things that we we, we sometimes forget about. You know, one of the other thoughts that came to my mind, I know we've, we've mentioned this before perhaps, but... You know, getting jobs done early more and more, especially for state jobs. I've noticed a lot of our contractors have state jobs they do have bonus incentives Absolutely. to finish a bit early. Yeah. So, my gosh, if you're if yeah. you're able to knock out the quality one time versus having to go back two or three times because we're we're messing up, which is a lean issue. Yeah, It can help the contractor as well.
1: And that's a huge value driver to intelligent compaction is just what you said there, Brad, is schedules are tighter now than ever before and budgets go hand in hand with those expedited schedules is eliminating rework. If I can eliminate rework by understanding what is this lift, where is the compaction of this lift, I'm reducing or eliminating material overruns and the opportunity of having to come back and rework, which is also holding up the next process. If I'm back here digging up soft areas of aggregate base course, what is being held up? The paving train. Right. Okay. Or if I'm back here milling up hot mix asphalt that I put down that did not meet the density requirements after the material was cored and right. sent to the lab, I'm milling it back up and it just totally derails my schedule and drives up my costs.
0: Well, tell you, I've told you guys are the two smartest guys I know. I mean, I'm telling you, I just really appreciate your honesty. The contractors are really they need this information. You know, I you, you know we we know each other's backgrounds, but you know, from a contractor's viewpoint, we're looking for ways to find how do I save money? How do I but, but not at a quality you know, I don't want to hurt my quality because of my cost, that kind of thing. Hey, this has been a great way to finish this topic out. Um, this is Brad Humphrey again. And, and again, this podcast was, has been presented to you and sponsored by 4constructionpros.com and Caterpillar. And I've had with me today Lonnie Fritch and Jason Hurtis. These guys are the subject matter experts. That's why they're here. And so we really appreciate their help. For other information about, uh, certainly, Caterpillar's webinars, you need to go online to find that out. Uh, as a part of the, uh, the contractor's best friend, we're always welcoming anyone who like to come in and listen to some of our podcasts and that type of thing. So anyway, hey, use the information you've listened to today. Use it. Make it work for you. Have a great day and best of luck to you.